top, top, top of the evening to you. This is your girl, Frida, and we are at the top of the evening. And I've been sitting here. You all know sometime I get on my journey in my communing stage. And for the last three days, I've somewhat been in that headspace. And by me being in that headspace, actually between last night and today, I kind of been on a journey with Paul. If you're not familiar with Paul, Paul used to be a persecutor of Christians, of saints. Yes, he did horrible things. But this is the amazing thing. That when Paul was enlightened, when the light When the light transformed his life, he began to run. As they can say, run for Jesus and and never look back. The reason that I'm coming to you this evening, because this is what the Lord brought in my spirit. How to reshift. How to reshift. Sometimes we get in this place, well, let me just say I. Well, I think about all the changes if I had an opportunity that I could have made. What I could have done differently. What I could have done better. Because always there were choices. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. There were always choices. But see, this is the thing. How we can reshift Because when we start thinking about all the things we woulda, coulda, shoulda did, and then sometimes the journey in life, especially as you get older, you'll start feeling some type of way. But let me say I start feeling some type of way. Because I have to remind me my disclaimer. You know, because sometimes when I speak and I say we, I guess I know I'm exempt. It's only me. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Because I, I've, I've, been, I've been approached. Because, you know, it amazes me. When I think about Christ, when I think about Paul, when I think about so many people, biblical people, biblical people, biblical people, and they had some things that they had to execute verbally. And I realized that even in them doing so, people didn't like them. They didn't, some people, a lot of people didn't like Christ. A lot of people didn't like Paul. A lot of people didn't like Jeremiah, David. I mean, you name it. And the amazing part about it, you got to get this. They were rejected and disliked for providing spiritual truth for providing truth that people see and people know and they already know that it's true so you know oftentimes when I'm in my communion state I, I, I be talking to God and I say but God if people want to get to heaven How can they not be willing 
to embrace the truth. I mean, I mean, I've been thinking that in my in my analytical thought process. See, this is how I think about heaven and hell. I'm a firm, convinced believer that everybody that's going to heaven, you have to push past all the things that you know in your heart of hearts is not the right thing to do. All that your heart know. See, this is the thing that I often think about, about the thief on the cross. See, stealing, although it is a law-breaking, law-breaking commitment, he committed a breaking a law. But his faith to believe in who the Christ was, his heart, the type of heart he had, Do you understand that he humbled himself even on the cross next to Christ and said what he believed and that he embraced the truth? Now, wherein the other man that Christ did not say, today you will be with me in paradise. Have you see? This is the thing I love about the Bible. Because I like to examine and study. Now, he told that to one person, but he was in between two. Two thieves. But he didn't tell that to the other one. And this is why today this message is about how to reshift. How to reshift. So many times, you know, and I'm, like I said, I'm going to talk about me. I would think about things that I know I didn't want to do. I didn't feel like doing. My feelings. And see, this is the thing I tell people. Your feelings are not designed to fit the scriptures. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. If you're trying to make your feelings fit the scripture, then you're operating in your flesh. And according to the scripture, the flesh and the spirit will always, always be an enemy to one another. And this is how I begin. That's why I said I'm going to talk about me. This is how I begin to reshift. I had to say, okay, God. Well, because when I called them, they didn't call me. But God said, you can't be like that. That's your feelings. And I said, okay, God. Well, what about when this happened and that happened and that God said you still in your feelings? And this is the thing I love more than anything in this entire world. Listen to me. I love more than anything. Two things that coexist in everyday living. Outside of the omnipresence of God. You know, we know God exists. But 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 outside of that, well, personally, let me say two things I like personally. That I embrace every single solitary day with joy, with gladness, with gratitude, with thankfulness. 
One is the breath of life. And two is the strength of life. Because without either, I can't shift and change anything. So that's a daily declaration of thanksgiving to me. I'm always thankful and grateful for the breaths of life. Because see, this is the thing about breathing and having strength. Whatever we didn't do, coulda, shoulda, woulda did. As long as we can breathe, inhale, exhale, as long as we are given a measure of strength, it doesn't have to be a whole lot. Sometimes we we will beat ourselves up for things when we have the most precious gifts within us. And that's some breath and some strength. And as long as we have those two things, we can always reshift and make changes. I want to give you a few things when it comes to reshifting. When it comes to reshifting your life, It can come with many abilities, many possibilities, but we just have to embrace the gratitude of breathing. Anything can change. A person could change from being mean to being nice. A person can change from being nosy to being peaceful. A person can change. There's always opportunity for change as so long as we have breath and strength. And this is where I think we should be gearing our teaching to ourselves, to our children, to our loved ones. I feel that in 2023, This is where we need to reshift. Coming into the new year, move into that place of being grateful and thankful for the breath of life. We make so many resolutions. We trying to solidify so many things. You know, we got all these hats and we got all this stuff on our plate. But listen, without the breath of life and the measure of strength, We cannot accomplish any of those things. And that's why I want to say tonight on this podcast, reshift your mind, your body, and your spirit. We don't have to wait until New Year's. And listen to me, those three arenas, it is really not hard to do. To reshift your mind, You need to change the way you think. Thinking is a free will choice. You can choose to always think negative. You can choose to think. It's a choice to think that somebody is attacking you. You can choose to take that same brain and feel that, oh, well, that don't apply to me. Or even if it does, you can take that same brain and say, you know what? Mm, That's something to think about. You know, somebody shared something with me day before yesterday. 
And afterwards, and I mentioned it a little bit on my podcast last night, I really had to think about it. And I felt I was so naive. Not only did I have to think about it, I had to say, I had to ask them to forgive me. Because these are the words they said, and I'm telling you, they still replaying in my mind. They said, you know what, Minister Alfreda, I hear when you say what you say. But they said the thing about it is that I feel, and they was expressing their feelings, and I, which I, I'm always open for people to do that. Everybody has a free will right to express their feelings, and we shouldn't fall out. But for somehow I get thrown on the flip side. People can express their feelings to me, but oh, let me express mine. And I, and I hey, hello. But this is what she said. She said, sometimes when I hear you talking, I feel as though you may not understand. I mean, where you are is not that people may not want to be where you are. But we haven't processed. We haven't processed to get to where you are. That was powerful for me to have to sit back and meditate on. I said, hmm. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I've been stuck in a naive place. I will admit that. Because for many, 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 many years, I thought good people went to church. And I thought when people talk about God and they pray and they have positions, I'm telling y'all the honest truth. I thought that they would not perpetrate saying all that and leading other people if they not in the place, if they still so hurt. You know, you know, when you when in one of my books I talk about if if me and, and my partner, my mate, my husband. We need a glass of water, and both of us are lying in the bed, and both of our legs are in a cast. We Who going to help the other? Why are people trying to help somebody when they know they need help is what I'm saying. Hello. You cannot, I remember something E. Yellow Van Zant said years ago. You cannot give somebody two cents when you don't have but one cent. If you need help, sit down and receive it is what I'm saying. And instead of placing yourself on the front street and, 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 and trying to lead other people. You know, and that's one of the things that I, I like about the Christ. And when he said those words to the Pharisees and the scribes, he said, listen, you all are considered rabbis and you're in your synagogues. And you got these proselytes hanging around your neck. And you make long prayers in the marketplace. And people recognize that you are a spiritual leader. And you all go out here. And I footnote this in the podcast. So you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you the truth. This is scripture. This is in the Bible. This is Jesus talking to some leaders. And he said to them, he said, listen. You go out there and compel these people to come into your synagogues. 
But when they get in there, they be messed up. Worse than they were before they got in there. Because you busy worrying about the outside. Oh, I hope somebody get this. You trying to teach people how to keep the outside adorned and clean. But on the inside, the cup is dirty. And this is the thing what vexes me. And so I listen, and I and, and I have to make this a personal thing right now. See, I had abilities to minister, preach, to people, purse, pocketbook, anointed, all that stuff years ago. But you know why I did not do it? Because I needed to get in a better place. I know the word of God said, come as you are. But I don't feel that mean to be trying to lead somebody. I feel that mean come as you are. Just what it say, broken and wounded. And then once I got myself well, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Then I knew I can, I can help doctor to get somebody else well. I can give them formulas and medication on how I got healed and delivered. See, this is not a plaything for me. This is not a play thing. This is not a popularity thing. This is not a pay thing. It's not a play, a pay, a popularity. This is a sincerity from my heart. And that's why I say I I, I think about what Paul had to go through. Because, see, when we stay out there and we play, we're still going to have to answer to it, people. And it's really a really sincere passion for me. It's a passion that we all will be saved. My conversation is not about offending. It's about hearing truth and then acting upon that truth to be converted, to be changed, to be different. You know, the most beautiful thing that I admire about my childhood, people who told me the truth. I didn't always like it. It didn't always feel good. But you know what it did do? It made me eventually be good because I had something to draw from. I had those voices in my head that would say, don't do that. You have to operate in morals, values, and standards. You must live by the golden rule. You know, I had people to tell me, don't be fast, don't do this. Yes, that stuff used to make me feel some type of way when I was growing up. But let me tell you something. When you get grown and you love God, if you're like me, you will appreciate Every correction, every chastisement, every constructive criticism. Because what it does, it eventually centers you on how to get to heaven. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. It will eventually center you on how to get to heaven. And the more you fight against the reasons in getting to heaven, the more you buck against them. Listen to me. Don't think Paul didn't go through for all the persecution and the wrong that he did. I always tell people, listen, when you cross over to the glory side, 
When you cross over and you seeking to get to heaven and not go to hell, it does not mean your lifestyle will not encounter discomfort. I read a book years ago. Why does why does why does bad things happen to good people? But see, I always feel like this. We don't know what people do in their secret closet. We don't know if they work witchcraft, voodoo, hoodoo, you do. What we we really don't know people. We really don't know. But yes, sometimes people be one way and they change, just like with Paul. And people may have looked at Paul and said, well, why this man is an apostle? He's a man of God. Why are these things happening to him? That's because they don't know how Paul was living before he was converted. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. And therefore, I go back in my own mind and I say, oh, God, if I had only walked in the righteousness back then that I'm walking in now. So this is why I cry loud and spare not. Because I want people to understand, listen, the quicker you get it, and when you get it, you got it, the better your chances of getting to heaven. I wish that none would perish. And this is the thing I had to learn. It's not that hard. Sometimes we look at this, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to be kind when you make up your mind, I want to go to heaven. And this is what ends up happening with your mind, body, and spirit. You begin to think with the mind of Christ. And then you realize whatever choices you make is not about people. It's not about other people. It's not about how they treated you. But it's about what you can do to get to heaven. And when it really matters to you, you will swallow your pride. You will forget about shame. And you won't be concerned about who calling your name. I'm just saying, hello. Your spirit, when it has an appreciation for the breath of life, Each new day, there's always an opportunity for change. Each new day, when you appreciate the breaths of new day, listen, no matter what people said about you or what they are saying about you, you know that it's every day you breathe, that's an opportunity that you can be better. That's what breathing does. Breathing gives every one of us opportunity to be better. But the choice is always up to us. I came to find out that the two things that kept me centered to reshift was humbleness and obedience. Sometimes you have to humble yourself. And I don't mean what you feel you some doormat for somebody. I mean humble yourself within yourself. And see, that's why a lot of times we hear words, we immediately think about somebody else. I'm talking about humble yourself within yourself. 
to say, okay, God, well, I know they did me wrong. I went to the store with them and they had $10 and I just needed $1. I asked them for a dollar and they said, I don't have any money. And as soon as we get in the car, you see them put some, put, put a receipt in their wallet and you see they have money and they lied to you. So you get in your feelings. This is just a scenario. This don't have anything, nothing, nobody happened to. I'm just, I'm just help, hypothetically creating a scenario. And then the next day, you and that same person hang out. And they turn around and ask you for a dollar. And you know you have more than one dollar. Immediately, let me tell you what the enemy will try to make everybody do. He will always make you measure the wrong somebody gave you. And this is where you have to reshift your thoughts. And say, you know what? I got to think about what God said. And he said that everything in the earth belongs to him. Hey, helping somebody is helping myself. Because every time we are a blessing, we receive a blessing. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. If that's not true, that means God is a liar. He said it's better to give than receive. But whenever you give, he said you will reap what you sow. So you never Hurting somebody when you help somebody. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. It's always a blessing to be a blessing. Because you're blessing your own hands. You're blessing your own life. And that's why in this season and and coming into the new year, it's not only we get a fresh start every day. But it takes us 365 days to get a fresh start of a new year. But I just want to encourage some people today. It's time to reshift. Reshift your mind, your body, your spirit. And even in reshifting, sometimes, especially with your mind, you may need to transform your thinking by transferring your circle. Hello? Sometimes you need to transfer the people you hang with to transform your mind. Paul could not go back and deal with certain people on a regular. Now, he still went among some of the people he dealt with, but he went back with a purpose in order to enlighten them of Christ. But let me tell you something. Sometimes you have to shift your circle to reshift. And in doing so, listen, sometimes until you figure out your circle, listen to me. Sometimes you have to walk this thing solo. But then that's where, see, you won't, you won't get distracted or discouraged when you got to walk solo if you about your father's business. I want to leave you right quick with just saying. Allow your spirit to pray with hopes and faith. That you strive to be humble and obedient. And humble is you cannot be looking at what people did wrong to you. Humble yourself under God. 
and say, okay, God, I want to do everything right that you want me to do to help me get to heaven. I'm going to give you the attitude of Christ right quick. And when I give you this, and I'm going to give it to you scriptural, I'm going to put a pen in this podcast. Philippians, for the Bible readers and Bible consumers and Bible apps, go to Philippians chapter 2. Starting at verse 1, it says, If, see that's a big word with two letters, If, there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy. See, this is the thing we got to get. It says, fulfill you my joy. Fulfill my joy. That you may be like-minded. Listen, when people, even me, when I say truth, this is because this is what Christ requires. If, oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. If you want to reshift your life. If. So verse 2 said, fulfill my joy. That ye be like-minded. Having the same love. Being of one accord, of one mind. That's why a lot of people can't be on one accord. That's why a lot of people have confusion. That's why a lot of people have fallouts. Because, see, they want to think in the way for the for their feelings, for, for, for the scripture to fit their feelings. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. See, see, but the scriptures don't fit our feelings. It tells us to have the mind of Christ. If. We want that comfort of love. If we want that fellowship of the spirit. If we want to have those bowels of mercy. We must fulfill a joy of like-minded, same love, being on one accord of one mind of Christ. And that's what I shared with somebody the other other day. And, And that's why I say I've been naive. Because when my ex-husband used to say, everybody don't think like you, I'm not talking about everybody thinking like me. I'm talking about if we study this same Bible, then we should all be on one accord. Hello? But see, when I talk like that, it's like I'm offending somebody because I'm saying I'm, I'm puzzled. If you study this same Bible that I'm studying, if, then we should be like-minded on one accord. Hello? This is the first thing we 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 will recognize. The Bible is not about our feelings; it's about the truth. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Verse three, it says, "Let nothing be done through strife." See what I'm talking about? Or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem the other better than themselves. And that's why sometimes when people be talking to me and I brag on somebody else, I do that on purpose because it'll let me know if they if they spirit in the right place. So you got to try the spirit by the spirit to see if it is of God. Anybody get offended when you when you esteem somebody else, then they living off their feelings because that's what we all supposed to do. If 
We on one accord and we like-minded. We supposed to esteem other people. But if somebody want me to sit down and listen to them esteem they self through the whole conversation and time I esteem somebody else, they get a they get an attitude, they get in their feelings. Hello. I'm just giving it to you what God say. He said that this is what we supposed to do. Every man. He didn't say some of the people. He said, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. But when people talking to you want you to brag about them, then we're not we're not following scripture, we're following feelings. And see, the scriptures, are, I'm gonna say this again, they're not designed to fit our feelings. It's a reason that God says that. But he's a reason that God wants us to say, well, you know what? This is what somebody else did. And this is what they children did. It's a reason God wants us to do that. Because if we, if we don't, we'll find ourselves operating in a spirit of vain glory. You don't believe me? Okay, let me read on. Verse 4. It say, look not every man on his own things. But every man also on the things of others. Let this mind, this is the mind we're supposed to have. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So this is why I'm telling y'all for real, for real. I realized I was truly naive. Because I was thinking that when people study the Bible and we're all on one accord trying to have the mind of Christ, this is the way we, we the, 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 look, I'm just saying, believers, saints, we supposed to all have this same thought process. Why my thought process have to be so far-fetched? But it's in the scripture. But this is what, the, this is what somebody said to me yesterday when I, we was on the same topic. And she said, well, you know what? A lot of people not studying the word. I said, oh, okay. Well, that make it make sense. Verse 6. Let me go back and read verse 5. Let this mind be in you. That's an individual thing. You. Point to yourself. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of a God. He had all this power in this form. He said, But he thought it was not robbery to be equal with God. But he made himself of no reputation. Hello. You got some people they don't even want to call you and deal with you unless they want to brag about something about their reputation. I'm just saying. And they and, and the reputation that they have, they ain't open no eyes and no blind. They ain't heal no sick. They ain't raise the dead. I'm just saying. Ah, hello. And they will get right offended if you don't give them recognition for what? For pursuing your own vision and your dream. That's a good thing. Okay. But come holler at me when you raise some dead people, when you open some eyes of some blind people. But even though Christ did all of this, listen what the scripture said. He still made no reputation of himself. It said, and took upon him the form of a servant. Oh, I hope somebody get this. See, then some of this stuff, I'm going to have to go keep going to the Bible. Then maybe you can make it make sense why I be talking the way I be talking. 
because it's in the Bible. And if you want to get to heaven, I'm just saying, you know, everybody may not want to get there. Everybody talking about heaven, they might not want to go there. But if that's your goal, we if, we have to begin to strive to have a like mind instead of coming against one another who know the truth. That's why I tell people, feel to what I say. If it don't apply to you, hey, and if it do, reshift. It goes on at verse 8, and it says, uh, well, let me finish the end of verse 7. It said, he took on the form of a servant and made in the likeness of men. What does that mean? That means Christ humbled himself in his flesh. And he saying to us, after all that he did, all the miracles he performed, if he could do it, we can do it. Hello. And then verse 8, it said, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled. See, see, didn't I tell y'all I was going to get to that? He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. He wasn't hanging up there saying, uh, get these people back and, and they're going to get back with that. No, he was up there even on the cross saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because those people, they didn't understand. And it's okay if we don't understand. But my thing be with people who acting like they understand and they want to try to tell you all this stuff God told them, but you not doing what God told you. Hello, I'm just saying. Verse 9, it said, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, I don't know how much glory you want to give God who gives us the breaths and strength of life, but listen, people, I'm not on here, like I say, for form and fashion. I'm on here to enlighten anybody who desires, if they desire to be enlightened. And they may not know and understand the scriptures, and they may not have a personal relationship with God, or maybe they do have one, but then they're still a void of understanding. That's my commission. That's my, that's my mission, and it's a commission from God. And that's why to feel that mission, I must, I must relinquish the truth. And again, it's not to hurt and to offend. It is to prick a person's spirit, hopefully, that they won't just listen to what I'm saying, but they will take it and, and get into their Bibles and study to show themselves approved. Study to show yourself not nobody else because you want heaven to be your eternal home. And as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires as you delight yourselves in God. And may you continue to prosper 
and be in good health even as your soul prosper. Thank you as always for tuning in. Have a God-blessed, beautiful day. Bye for now.